Okay, here we are. Hi, um, everyone. Welcome to the House of uh, Talk About Life. And uh, from now, you are able to view uh, the episodes uh, on YouTube, Talk About Life, and also uh, on podcasts, Talk About Life. And Talk About Life is a platform whereby people voice um, their uh, opinion, something that's close to their heart regarding issues of life. And uh, it could be issues about money, jobs, business, um, challenges, um, successes, victories, disappointments, um, something that people would like to share and, and uh, you know, on this earth, uh, our lives are important and our breath is right. important. Uh, we may not be important to the governments because we're just like a number, but we're important right. because at the end when we breathe and at the end, at the last breath, everyone is important. Um, yeah. And I always feel that with, we have lives like... Um, uh, the kings and the queens of the past and we have lives like 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 the presidents and the prime ministers and we have lives like the fortune 500 ceos right mm -hmm. we breathe the same thing and we go to the toilet the same way <laughs> right yeah right, right. Very true. Um, Very true. and also with the with the democratizing of technology I, i'm able to see you guys and talk to you guys uh, in the yeah. US, and, and I'm able to welcome you guys to Singapore. Um, yeah, and that's what I call, and that's what I call a, a, a democratization of technology. And anyone with right. the phone, um, be it they're in in the rural parts of India, in Africa, they can mm -hmm. always tune in. You know, it it, it makes yep. in the past um, when we say that. Um, our lives are important and our voice is important. It's none other than now it's being magnified. It's being manifested right. because the technology has made it so that we are able to tap onto and make our lives different or, or seen and our voices heard. Mm -hmm. uh, it's a time that it's exciting, right? Um, right. Even amidst of, uh, in the midst of uh, the gloom of the pandemic. Yeah. Um, but, you know, um, it brought us closer. Uh, it brought the neighborhood closer. Um, even without knowing each other, like Jamil and Ariel, I'm, I'm able to talk, to talk to you, which I would not have even thought out, thought about pre-pandemic. You know how the world has really become smaller, and how the world has yeah. become one. And you know we all are just fighting with the. With one enemy right now, the enemy of the unknown. <laughs> very much so, very, very much so. So, um, welcome you guys, um, Jamil and Ariel, to Singapore. Um, well, and a little you. bit about Singapore. Um, uh, to let you know the context, it's a tropical island near to the equator. And it's near to Indonesia where your ex-president was, Barack uh, Obama, where he was brought up. So we're just right. an hour from there, um, and that kind of like sets the, the background in your mind, like where is Singapore? Right. Mm -hmm. um, and the temperature here right now, um, um, we're, I'm here at seventh uh, of November nine nine twenty one a.m., and I think the temperature outside is about like thirty two degrees Celsius. Which is oh, which is cool. like really tropical, yeah. and I'm, I'm talking in Celsius. I know you guys talk in Fahrenheit. Fahrenheit, right? Yeah. So it's it's really summer all year round. Um, you can wear a bikini and go to the beach right now, any time of the year. Um, it, uh, I mean, we have got the temperature of, of Australia right now because Australia now is in Australia is in the is in the south southern hemisphere that they are enjoying summer, right? People are going to the mm -hmm. beach right now. So um, we've got summer all year round, and it's a little island um, of seven million people. Um, about five million are residents. About two million are foreign foreigners who are here for work, uh, opportunities, uh, studies, etc. Um, about six to seven hours from Australia, five hours to Philippines, um, and we're just oh, wow. at a border with Malaysia. Um, so there, there you have it, um, and, and it's my opportunity to tell the world uh, where is Singapore, and Singapore is not China. <laughs> yeah. We are Singapore. 
right? But you know, you um, first and foremost, uh, welcome to this beautiful, beautiful uh, Saturday morning in Singapore, and thank you guys for being my guests as a duo. Thank you for thank having, you having us. us. Thank yeah. you for having uh, us. Tell our audience and tell the world and tell Singapore and this part of the world. Uh, who are you? What you do? And uh, you guys are professional podcasters. Tell us a little bit about yourself and, and your and your channel. Um, well, I am Alexis. Um, on the show, I am called Black Barbara Walters. We have. I am Jamel Thomas. Um, we are a growing podcast, and our motto is eavesdrop on our conversation. Yeah. And so yeah, we take and- that. Yeah, and I heard that it's really fun to be with you guys. <laughs> we thank you. We're missing. We're missing one person. We're missing um, our, our third. Our third host, which is Lamar, aka Mr. Wildcard. Um, but he he's a part of our our group, and uh, we are we are constantly growing on YouTube. We're constantly growing on Facebook, right. Instagram, any social media platform. Yeah, the name the name of our show because we said what the what our eShop right. was. Well, the name of our show is called I Often Wonder. Um, it mm-hmm. came about between a conversation that Jamel and I had um, at our our daytime job. Um, <laughs> And we kind of looked at it as uh, we love to talk so much. Let's make a legit business out right, of it right. and make money. So we, you know, started to take the steps that we needed to. We had a little production meeting. Um, we started out with literally just an iPhone and a microphone. Um, so we grew to what you're seeing behind yeah, now us. Now we got a full-blown studio. Yeah, we grew to having to having a studio. Um, it took a lot of work, a lot of dedication. Um, and I think I can speak for all three of us that it um, is something that we definitely wouldn't even we would do all over again if we had to. Right, yeah. right. Yeah. And 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 you know, doing what you do takes a lot of commitment. Mm-hmm. And also, um, podcasting I can see in the U.S. is a growing movement, and and it actually is an enterprise. It's a very mm-hmm. creative process, and it's an yeah. enterprise because you, it's an endeavor. You know, you, you can right. you have to have a brand, a positioning, a target audience. Yeah. And uh, you've got to sell your your service that is your voice and your voice and entertainment. And you gotta mm-hmm. keep your customers, right? Right. And they gotta yeah. keep coming right. back. And you can sell them products. <laughs> and um, you mm-hmm. know, it's, it's it's such a whole new enterprise. I think this is gonna solve poverty in the world. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, I, and, and I'm thinking about up. it. Everyone should be doing it, and in, in, I mean, everyone. It's yeah. going to solve a huge, a uh, big, yeah. big uh, problem of the governments, and you know, um, anyone can tap into whether you've got um, education or not, whether you've got mm-hmm. opportunity of, of a product or a service or not. You're selling your content. Right. Yeah. What makes it more exciting um, uh, with the with the world we live now, when when artificial intelligence is taking away our jobs? Mm-hmm. <laughs> but you know, we find an opportunity um, uh, as an enterprise. So you guys are doing a great job. Kudos to you guys. <laughs> Thank, Thank you. you. So Thank I you. wish you all the success, and you know. Um, uh, I, I want to hear you guys about today's topic, um, the okay. topic about um, pandemic in your country or pandemic mm. in my country. Um, mm. And some of the questions I think the world is uh, hungry to hear because we don't want to hear it from the media, you know. Right. Uh, right. I, think, I think the world has woken up, you know, the woke generation to the education <laughs> of uh, the media that, you know, the media is actually controlled by powerful individuals. Right, <laughs> right, right. Um, they, I mean, to, to say it simply, without conspiracy theories, uh, I mean, your job is controlled by your boss, right? Right, right I mean, if your right. boss wants it this way, it makes him happy. If it doesn't, he says, I don't like it this way. I like it the other way. Report the other way. Tell it to me the other way. Um, I mean, yeah. it's as simple as that. Right, mm-hmm. and the person who's reporting is just a job to the person. Just come. I mean, I I can always imagine like, okay, I'm I'm tasked to do this job. I'm just gonna write 200 words, and I'm just gonna 
<laughs> and my job is done for the day, you know. Yeah, um, right, right. And, and that's what's uh, what I think uh, people are waking up to. Um, mm -hmm. Whatever you're reading, uh, whatever you're reading from the media, um, no matter the intention. I mean, I'm not saying they're bad, right? I mean, they're right, right, right. they have their views, but um, I, I think because it is. Um, what it is and people are just falling in an article because it's a 200 word article it's a 300 mm -hmm. word article I gotta do it at the end of the day I'm just gonna yeah. I, I may not be able to like do the, the in-depth research to verify to talk to the mm -hmm. people in the street and what I'm really missing out as a reader uh, of the news is that I don't get to hear people's interviews anymore I don't get to right. hear yeah. I don't get to see the the CNN correspondent going out to the street and putting the mic in, in front of people and asking them questions. I don't see that because I'm from Singapore and I live, uh, uh, I mean, I travel a lot. Um, I watch mm. a lot of international news and it used to be uh, CNN right. was the main uh, mainstream media in the world. If you want to tap mm, onto yeah. the internet, uh, if you want to tap onto international news and that was the only source for like for 20, 30 years, right? Um, right, and, right. and and uh, you, you stop you stop because of budget constraints, mm -hmm. uh, marketing constraints, budget constraints. They stop having this numerous correspondents going out to the streets talking to because because it costs money to be right. paying someone to do that. And you know that that number of people that uh, you employ throughout the world is shrinking. <laughs> Right. That's and, and I mean, it's, 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 it's a kind of like, um, it's, it, it is a business, you know. So so I see it as, um, I, I would rather hear it from people and from people like you. Um, yeah. You're not controlled by, by a big, huge conglomerate. Right, um, right. You're not I, controlled. <laughs> and I think people want to hear it from me. Um, right, right. Um, even though it represents my personal opinion, it is my personal opinion and not controlled by my husband, controlled by my boss mm -hmm. or my right. neighbor, you know. Yeah. So, so, so that therein lies uh, the wonderful thing about democratization of uh, technology and that you and I right. can have this wonderful, beautiful, truthful and honest conversation with your opinion right, and right. with my opinion and with nothing in between. How right. beautiful is that? I mean, it's amazing. It's amazing. Yes. You know, so so you guys, uh, um, I, I, I would like to promote you guys too. Um, tell us some right. of the topics that you talk about usually on your podcast. Um, we talk a little bit about everything. We um, One of the things when we came up with our show was we wanted to talk about the things that people wonder about. Mm -hmm. Hence the name I, I often, often wonder. wonder. <laughs> um, so we've done shows on music. We've mm -hmm. done shows on um, the trending topics in America, um, the Black Lives Matter um, movement. We've done... Um, we just did an episode on the election. We've done homosexuality homosexuality church. We cover all bases. We've done, you know, the quote unquote gossip kind of topics where like we've talked about Dr. Dre and his divorce. Um, but we talk about whatever is near and dear to any of us. Um, like right now we have a football series that's actually going on. Um, and that show is very near and dear to our third co-host, Lamar. So every week we, um, we do our NFL picks. We um, put a show out there every Tuesday for that, um, and you know, we just kind of we pick topics that are that mean something to us, and that we can actually inform our viewers and our listeners on. Like for instance, coming up in February, we have 28 days of Black History and Black Excellence. And what that show is about is we literally take every day of that of the month of February and we interview someone in the black community that is either doing something big, has done something big, um, to highlight them and to highlight, you know, the traits and the talents that they have right. and to help bring more attention to the things that they do um, while they indulge us by coming on to our show. Right, right. Fantastic. Um, thank you. And you know, um, in this uh, worldwide phenomenon of the pandemic, um, 
I think people will tune in to you guys more because people are staying home. Right, right. And this is like an opportunity for such an enterprise like yours to really be um, broadcasting issues which is outside, you know, um, in the world. Because people are kept in the homes, people are, um, even if they are not in the home, I mean, the world is like, their world is of living is, is really more constrained. People right, are not right, traveling right. that much. People would like to get more news. People have more opportunities to be in a car, in a home, to be tuning into something. So, therefore, you guys um, uh, are doing it in the right time. Um, mm-hmm. and, and the issues that you are doing is, is so, it, it's, it's the hot topic. Yeah. Of, of, of the US, right? <laughs> right, yeah. right, of the world. And I think yeah. I think like one of the one of the things with us is we really didn't really start taking off until the pandemic hit. Um, because we all had busy schedules beforehand. So we were meeting once a month, um, or once a week to record. Um, and now we see each other pretty much every day. <laughs> every day, um, to record and to be able to be on top of stuff. Um, so, you know, for, for us, the pandemic was a, a little bit of a blessing because um, it allowed us to actually sit down and um, update our studio with, you right. know, the green screen that you <laughs> see behind us, the microphones, <laughs> the microphone holders, I, all, this, all this stuff allowed us, we, allowed, we were allowed to do it mm-hmm. during the pandemic. We actually were able to really sit down and really come up with a format and a plan on how we wanted to execute it because Jamel is very much a perfectionist. I'm very much a perfectionist. Lamar is along for the ride. <laughs> um, but no, he's a perfectionist as well. So, um, it, you know, the pandemic for us has been has been a, a blessing in disguise. Right, right. It, it, now, to be honest, you know, it still has its downside because um, mm-hmm. it, it put a lot of us out of work here, um, like for myself. Um, but it allowed us to focus a lot on our dreams and to take our feet and put them in a different lane than what we're normally used to. Right. Yeah, and, and you know, um, the topic um, pandemic in your country, um, mm-hmm. you know, it, would you like to share with us uh, which part of the U.S. you are uh, without divulging any of your uh, confidentiality, um, which part of U.S. you are uh, what what, hey, no problem. what are the numbers? Yeah, no problem. Uh, we are in North Carolina. Um, I don't know what our actual numbers are right now as far as the COVID case. Um, We're steady rising. But we are steady rising. Um, mm-hmm. And that is because we have... So I'll, I'll break it down like this. And Jamel, correct me if I'm wrong. So we, we, we went to complete lockdown at the beginning of March. Mm-hmm. Um, we were in lockdown pretty much all summer. We entered into what they called phase two mm-hmm. um, midsummer. We stayed in phase two for a good, what, two months, three About months? Two, two, yeah, and two and a half months. Um, and what phase two allowed us to do was it allowed certain people to go back to work, certain people to open up restaurants and things of that nature. Um, we just entered, literally just entered into stage three which pretty much opens everything back up. Um, kids are now going back to school they, where they were initially doing virtual learning. Um, they're actually now physically this week have gone back to the actual building. Um, and in, in, in all of that, our numbers here in North Carolina are still skyrocketing. They're still higher than what they normally would be um, and what we would all like for it to be. Still have the mandate that we have to wear our masks. Right. Um, still have the mandate to, you know, sanitize six feet apart. So all of that is still here. Um, so we're we're just kind of right now, kind of playing that waiting game to see if we're gonna have to go back, first, right? Um, or if we're gonna finish out 2020, you know, with staying in phase three. <laughs> and I, I think too, with, with the United yeah. States, yeah. everything is so heavily politicized here. Yeah. And so, whatever happens is always backed up by some kind of politics. Right. And I think that's the reason why the numbers in the United States are rising like they are, because the whole idea about wearing masks, you know, you take um, our leaders and half of them will say, well, you don't need to wear a mask. But then you got a lot of people, you know, that they, they, they want their freedom, they walk around without masks, 
and steady spreading the virus. Right. And so we never can come down for the numbers because when we try to come down for the lockdown, you got people walking around here spreading the virus because they don't want to do what they need to do with social distancing, you know, uh, wearing masks and stuff like that and still having these different gatherings and just spreading COVID around. So I think that's one of the reasons why our numbers are so high in the United States. Yeah, yeah, and, and this is something that I want to talk about because I think the world is reading so much on the news about that um, in the U.S. Um, and, and if it's not too sensitive, I hope that you can share a little bit uh, more about what uh, Jamil uh, uh, is talking about. Like, for example, uh, I, I do see it's so tough because uh, I think mid of March, you guys are a lot down, like some, somewhere like mid-March until yeah. until June, July. Yeah, yeah, something like that. Yeah, sound about so right. you were on lockdown like for three months, plus and minus, Three, four, and then but, you had yeah. like two and a half months of phase one, and then phase two, and now you're into like phase three, and you right. yeah, it is, it is mandatory to wear the mask outside the house. No, well, let me say this. Yes, yeah. it is. I state it depends on what state you're in. Yeah. So some state, if you have a, uh, a democratic governor, most of the way, most of the say yes, you have to wear a mask. In other states, if you have a Republican governor, it's kind of like wear it if you want to or you don't have to. So it, it varies from state to state. And it, in some instances, it varies from city to city. And, and that's the problem here because no one's on the same page. Right. So what, all about, these different, what about area? Can I one more time? What about your 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 area? Oh, here. Yeah, your district. So here, yeah. So here, 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 we're we're in the southern part in North Carolina. Yeah. So in North Carolina, it's a mandate that you have to wear masks. Yeah. Social distancing, social distance, and I don't think everything's still at full capacity yet. Yeah, though no, everything so. is still I think uh, uh, at least a third of their normal capacity. Right. Um, for example, churches can only have a third of their capacity of what they normally would. Right. Um, they have to. A lot of places have to sanitize in between. Mm -hmm. um, movie theaters are the same way. They have to sanitize in between, and they can only have a third of what their normal capacity is. So nothing is fully operational right now, mm -hmm. um, but it's still, we're, we're still operating. Right. <laughs> yeah. And um, I, I want you to shine some light to the world and to this part of the world, because wearing masks in Asia, it's, it's mm -hmm. always been quite normal. You know, you see the Japanese right. in the mask. And uh, right. me, because I, I, when I, and because of that, that density of population in Asia mm. and you know in Singapore it's a little island but you've got like six to seven million people packed in, and, and people go to the shops they go to the malls and you've got like so many people I mean it's, it's really part of the the uh, normal practice for some people to right. do masks uh, for hygiene purposes you know right, right. Uh, and people who don't want to get the smoke the camp you know the pollution Mm -hmm. right, right. Every reason. So when 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 this was mandated uh, in my country or I think in many parts of Asia, it, it's just it's just accepted. And people yeah. uh, people want that uh, because whatever for whatever reason, mask is such a thing in Asia. <laughs> well, what we work at. No, but, but but you know, in the news, what we read from, from you, and I like um, Jamil, like, hit the nail on the head, you've highlighted mm -hmm. two things. Number one, there wasn't a concerted, um, homogeneous effort right. to actually yeah. do it countrywide. Um, yeah. And if you don't do it countrywide, um, it, you know, it, it can spread, you know, right? Right, right. Um, I mean, it's it's almost like you've got you've got a pet, you've got a cockroach. You you can't right. like just clean up one spot in the house. Mm -hmm. <laughs> That's right. That's right. Right. Like a house. Very right. <laughs> um, and and uh, can you tell us uh, about people the di the diverse views of the mask? 
uh, um, uh, practice and, and what impact it had on the social community level and what kind of dynamics it made for people living due to the diverse uh, opinion about mask wearing, not mask wearing, uh, when the law wasn't clear and when, even when the law was mandated, there was a diverse opinion. Could you, right. could you tell us the dynamics um, yeah. general and then tell us how it impacted you guys personally? Well, I, here in the United States, I think the biggest issue in the United States is this idea of freedom. Right. And so the idea of freedom here is so widely spread, but still not highly understood. I think what that's the, what the problem here in the United States where they think freedom means that you do a free-for-all for whatever you want to do. That's yeah. not exactly what freedom is about. And yeah. see, the problem is that when it came to the mask wearing, everybody wanted to you know, complain about not having freedom. When you're taking away my freedom, you're taking away my freedom. But there's also laws on the books that say when there are certain things that goes on, the government can create martial law. The government can mandate certain things for the benefit of the overall health of people. Right. And so those things are being misunderstood, misconstrued, and not and not even known by certain people. And that's that's, that's one of the issues. So you have a, a side that that, that wants to that claims that mass is taking away their freedom. Then you have another side of people who wants to wear the mask and want to do right. And then those two people are coming, are always butting up against each other right. and fighting up against each other. And then sometimes, at some point, you have the people that's way out yep. and who really want you know, militias and people like that that want to attack people that are wearing masks. And I also have to, I would have to add, a lot of people, like Jamel said, they because they want so much freedom, they don't go by what is told. It's another reason why our numbers are still high here right. in, the, in North Carolina and then in the state, period. Mm -hmm. um, because when they initiated saying you must wear a mask, you had people who were diagnosed with COVID mm -hmm. um, who would purposely walk into stores with no mask mm -hmm. um, and they would go ahead and, and act like everything was okay. Right. Um, to where, unlike in other, other parts of the world, because the law is so... Uh, what's the word I want to say? Yeah, that works perfectly. <laughs> because the law is so strict and people actually have respect for their government, um, it's it's held differently because if they tell you guys in Singapore that hey you come out your house you're going to jail 95% of your people aren't going to come out their house if not 100% if that's said here in North Carolina they're going to still come out the house we had we had when the Black Lives Matter movement was going on um, we had curfews here in North Carolina mm -hmm. and even when the pandemic first started there were curfews that were put in place and a lot of people still ignore those curfews. If they said being at 10 o'clock, unless you are literally working, um, you you would get in trouble. But nothing was actually done if you were out. Because I, I remember there was a night that um, I left here from the studio pretty late. Um, and there were cops, they were riding right by me. But I wasn't, I didn't have a, a, the, the legal document of saying I was working. I just got lost of time mm -hmm. so nothing happened there was no consequences to that action so that there was no respect for the government at that point you issue a curfew and there's no consequences when you break that curfew then guess what I'm going to continue to break that curfew until there is some kind of consequences and that's what we're dealing with when it comes to the pandemic there are no consequences that are being put in, in place for not wearing your mask so a lot of stores now in North Carolina you walk in without your mask and managers and associates are, are going to look at you and they're not going to tell you, hey, you have to get out of my store mm -hmm. until you put a mask on. Or people will do this number right here. that You don't have a mask on. <laughs> the shirt up on the face. Yeah, some people do that too. And it's like, that's not a mask. Like, mm -hmm. there has to be, there has to be a, um, a level of um, commitment from the government, a level of commitment from the other citizens that they're going to uphold it not only because it's you know for our safety but for their own safety you know I have a 
I have family to, to go home to. Mm-hmm. Jamel has family to go home to. Um, and that's like one of our biggest concerns. You know, we go out and we still hit the streets um, and do our show. But when we leave the studio, we all have masks. Uh, we all have hand sanitizer. <laughs> yeah. um, we all, you know, we even made a mask with our with our with our show logo on it, just so we can make sure that you know we're even advising our viewers to make sure that they're staying safe. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, I think you brought up uh, three things that that I want you to um, describe a bit more. Um, number okay. one, if someone is positive and they still go to the shops or they still walk to the streets without a mask. Mm-hmm. Isn't mm-hmm. that criminal? Number one. Well, see, that's the... Okay, go ahead. Number mm-hmm. one. Number two, mm-hmm. um, mandatory versus mm-hmm. social consciousness, right? Mm-hmm. Um, you want to love your neighbor. Mm-hmm. Very general words, right? Um, right. You want to care of each other. So... Um, you know, mandatory versus that, and and probably that's because uh, probably that is manifested in people who, um, you know, who hold on to freedom. They talked mm-hmm. about okay, you're taking away my freedom because you're mandatory, right. but mm-hmm. probably they also forgot to emphasize that even without the law, um, there is. Uh, uh, it's human decency to um, be socially responsible. Right, right. right. Neighbors. And, and this pandemic, it's an infectious uh, disease, right? Yes, right. And that's why you put quarantine rooms in the airports in the past, like when I was going through the airports in the past. What's that? <laughs> but now I, <laughs> I think you guys see it too. Like you know, for many years I've always gone through the checkpoint and the, mm-hmm. the customs, and there's always this quarantine. Room. I was like, what is that? Yeah. <laughs> right. Right. Being socially responsible. Um, right. So this is the second thing. Now the third thing is like, um, people want to be responsible for their family, about yeah. self individual. You know. You you don't want you don't want to be going out, and when people are not responsible, and you don't want to be like carrying whatever thing, um, pass over to be home and then to be like spreading it, home, right on a very individual level. Uh, I, I want you guys to discuss these three concepts in the U.S. Okay. Well, okay. Well, first, first, uh, talking about the idea of of it being criminal um the i the reason why we the issue of that is not a, is a non-issue is because of the disproportionate way that they distribute the information the yeah. disproportionate way that they enforce the law yep so going back to my previous point depending on what state you're in uh-huh. to what city you're in the law can be either lax or sometimes know enforced strictly yep. and so that's what the issue is so if you're in a place where like say take florida for instance florida had a, a republican governor they didn't even mandate that you have to wear a mask the governor himself wouldn't even wear a mask yeah so you as the leader of the state you're not even following the guidelines from the cdc you're not following the guidelines from the public health department here in the united states you're going against that and so the people the citizens are seeing the leader not even following those rules, they're not taking it seriously. It's just Florida was an epic center for the disease yep. because they were not following. It was on the beaches doing, in the middle of the pandemic because the governor wasn't enforcing the law. I mean, the mandate. Now, you talk about social responsibility and social awareness and that idea. See, that goes to the the United States itself is a very, very divided. Yep. It's divided economically. It's divided racially. You know, it's divided in so many different ways. And and so that division erodes the idea of social responsibility, social awareness, because if you don't see an individual as equal to you, then 
you don't care whether or not they catch the virus, whether or not they catch the disease. Well said. That, you know what I'm saying? So that's the that's that's the, that's one of the issues with the lack of social responsibility here in the United States because some people are seen as less than. Yeah. Not equal to. Yep. Or not even human. That's very well said. Very well. And said. so that that's that's part of the issue with that. Um, and then your, your third point was uh, family, you know, and I still really, I, I would have to uh, attach that to my second point, yeah. is that it's a, everybody, value. everybody value is different. And now on top of that, because because of the people not having that, that social awareness, yeah. they're not really caring about you going home to your family. Yep. You know, and then the ignorance and the misinformation compiles the idea of, you know, it's not going to happen to me. Yeah. You know, the arrogance of being a United States citizen. See, the United States is very arrogant. And that's, and you can see that throughout history. And that's why some of well, it's not going to happen to me. I'm stronger than that. I'm stronger than a virus. Yep. You know, even though it may not be said consciously, but subconsciously, because it's something that's been in, um, indoctrinated into the people of the United States of this arrogance that they don't really see it as even if that person has that that virus and it's okay we're strong we're we're united states we're strong it can't affect us and that's why you're seeing these people going home to their families and infecting them infecting their neighbors yep infecting their co-workers and our numbers are steady going up 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 and up so how do you deal with it um on a day-to-day level uh, if you do meet someone um, who's in the street, or you mm-hmm. do, you see someone that you know or you don't know, but you just encounter someone, uh, mm-hmm. describe to to me and to us the viewers in a more real manner what happens mm-hmm. when you or what happens when someone who is a believer in the mask meets someone who's a non-believer <laughs> in the mask? What kind of dynamic happens um i think it just depends on the person um everyone is raised differently um so everyone's reaction is differently i know for myself personally um if i am interacting with someone without a mask um not that i'm not interacting with them period (laughs) unless i know you on a certain level Mm -hmm. um like i interact with the guys here without a mask on if we're you know if we go out and we take our mask off in order to breathe because when i'm around them all the time um yeah the, you know, there are certain people that I that um, I go to church with that I will interact with without a mask because I, I know, know the, like the bubble, right? The, the yeah, group yeah. Right. The bubble. And if you're not if you're not in our bubble, then and you don't have a mask on, I'm not talking to you, or I'm going to tell you, hey, I need for you to put a mask on. Mm-hmm. Um, I work in I work my day job is to work in a warehouse. Um, there are thousands of people that work in the warehouse that I work at. There have been several people, including managers, who have come up to me and try to have a conversation with me without a mask on. And I tell them, hey, need you to put a mask on, <laughs> uh, pull, pull your mask back up, right. uh, whatever the case may be. Because my safety and returning home to my family and my friends is the utmost importance to me. And not only that, I don't want to be the cause of someone else getting sick if I, if ever I was to contract the virus. Mm-hmm. So it's all about how you're raised. It's all about, you know, who you're dealing with. Because I've had some people that have, uh, when I've asked them to put on a mask, they, you know, a, a guy at work actually, I was like, hey, um, can you put a mask on while we talk? And he was like, no, I don't believe in wearing no mask. This, this virus is not that serious. So, and I kindly and politely told him, well, we cannot have a conversation. And I walked off. <laughs> um, and he had an attitude about it. But my, the safety of the, the people that are around me, the safety of the people that um, are in my bubble, and the safety of the people that aren't in my bubble mean more to me than, you know, having a fiddle or faddle with a mask. Cause do, I, do I like wearing a mask? Absolutely not. I have glasses. They fog up every time I put a mask on. So, you know, I'm not a fan of a mask, but I'm a fan of having my health. I'm a fan of um, being here another well day. Um, well so that's, that's important. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, you know, when 
when we when we people i mean this happens in many countries right it happens in um a lot of countries where there's such a diverse views of uh number one mandates mm-hmm. mandates versus freedom mass mm-hmm. versus conspiracy etc mm-hmm. i mean it's all right. over the world not only right. in the us but you know mm-hmm. i mean I, and, and someone like me i read the news Okay, by the way, just to let you guys know, because if you want to put this up on your YouTube, uh, here in Singapore, uh, it is uh-huh. mandatory that once you leave your house, you do have to wear a mask. And people okay. who have been caught without a mask are brought to court. They're either oh, fined wow. or they have to be in jail. Right? Mm-hmm. And this is serious and it's broadcast in the news so that mm-hmm. it warns people. So, so we take this seriously and, and therefore addresses the, the, the issue of uh, consequence. It is enforced right. and there are consequences and the consequence is broadcast. <laughs> wow. Um, wow. And of course it goes- see, that's the difference. That, that's the difference. In Singapore, you guys have those rules and you're very strict on them, them and they mm-hmm. enforce it. You know, mm-hmm. if you walk out your house and you don't have a mask and you get caught, you get in fines or you go to jail it, here in the States. That's not the case, <laughs> unfortunately. Yeah, the United yeah. States likes to, likes to have that, yeah. that, that illusion that they are a uh, freedom state and they yeah. like to be, you know, this is the best place to live. That's an illusion. You know what I'm saying? Now, don't get me wrong. There's some good things about the United States. I'm not bashing the United States, but a lot of things that they, that you, that they portray and put out over in the media for the world to see is an illusion. Okay. It's not like that. Yeah, you know, okay. they don't really. It's about the half and the half. Yeah, yeah and there's you know, so much for us to to discuss in, in my in my observation of your conversation. There's so many things mm-hmm. that is underlining what you say. Right. You know, this can like go on for three days and three nights. And, and mm-hmm. I want to um, <laughs> talk about you know like when we people read. People who are outside, when we read the news, um, there's yeah. so many violent confrontation between right. people who wear the mask and people who strongly oppose the mask. Mm-hmm. Uh, not right. just in the US, it happens in Europe, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, Western so, countries in general. T- tell us about some of these real incidences. Well, you have you have had people um, like you had a lady that walked in Target and she took all the masks and threw them all on the ground. Yeah. Because she, she said the, the mask is a conspiracy. You had a, a man that walked into I, I believe it was a McDonald's mm-hmm. and he asked him, yeah, he was just asked politely, sir, can you put on a mask? And he threatened to beat up the guy behind the counter. Yeah. You know, so you have these incidents where these people go overboard. And I, I, I believe that the problem the problem is you know, is the way that it's not being enforced. See, yeah. like you said, how it's enforced in Singapore. I think if they had that kind of enforcement here, you wouldn't have a lot of these incidents. Right. You know, you had you had um you had a couple people, you know, throwing stuff um behind the counter, throwing stuff at workers. Yeah. And see the bad thing about it, you got people that's working in like these retail places and fast food places. They're the ones getting attacked, and they're they're considered essential workers, so they don't have an option not to be at work. Right, they have yeah. to, be, have at to be at work. So they're having to get the brunt of everything that is happening in the world for something that they have no control over. Right, for something that they have nothing to do with. Yeah, and I remember um, watching the news or reading the news uh, online. Um, um, there was a time whereby people were all in the street protesting um, right. home isolation and um, and of course because in certain states you are allowed to have the guns and the rifles etc and the people are all in the in the street and and, um, and and then there's this huge atmosphere of tension fear fusion I'm almost tittering into like a war zone. Um, how real is this that we read online? Well, see, here's the thing. That's another. That's another thing. Another tenet 
to the United States is this right to bear arms. But going back to what I said, the illusion about that is the right to bear arms for white people. Yeah. And that's the, that's what the issue is. If you look at what happened in Michigan, the Michigan, state of Michigan, they went into the state capitol with assault rifles yeah. and protesting against the governor mandating them wear masks. Right. They were screaming and howling at the police, in the police face. All that was happening and nothing happened to them. Now, you had in Louisiana, there was a, a black group that was trying to you know, ex, uh, exercise their they second amendment right, their right to bear arms. It was immediately confronted by police and asked why were they there with those guns and see that if we're here that's what lies the issue the big issue when it comes to attention the violence because you have one group that is not um threatened well let me not say threat you got one group and does not saying anything about them carrying arms right so they feel they can just walk around with their rifles their assault rifles so that's they um they're right that's their right to do that you have another group who supposed to be protected by that same law are told why you here you need to put the guns down or they are shot down in the street by police because they have these guns that they have a right to carry now by state is different you have some states which they call open carry states where you can have your gun on you at all times you have some states where, you know, the only way you do that, you have to, you know, you can't do that. You can hear a shotgun in your trunk, something like that, but you can't have an open carry firearm. Right. So each state is different. But like I said, the issue is that you have a lot of tension. So you have people protesting in the streets about masks with guns. You have protesting people about civil rights in the streets without them and all these people are coming together yeah. and you, that's what you're seeing that's what you're seeing on the news yeah you know and but they're not giving the whole context behind it either and I, think, I think it's being lost yeah and i think i think the the issue with in, in america period is we have so many underlying issues that are going on mm-hmm. in the world with this pandemic hit it was so much more stuff that's added yeah. to it. So us as human beings and being emotional creatures, right. um, it's an overload. Mm-hmm. It's a very big overload of everything. So we can't process the right thing to do with the pandemic in America because we have the pandemic going on, but we also have young black men and black men in general being killed. Right. We also have um, people dying for, for other issues. You have people that are getting laid off. So you have all of that going on on top of right. you have an election year. You know, we're in the middle of a presidential election right now. So you have all of that going on to, you know, the human race and going on to everything that's going on in America. You know, your last thought sometimes is to go get a mask or to think about oh, this is conspiracy spirit. You got all these different things uh, that have to be put into play when you are when you're here in America, unfortunately. Right. Yeah, and I like the and I like what um, Jamil has talked about uh, about you know Americans feel invincible. Mm-hmm. Like I'm the Superman. <laughs> right, right. Um, you know, and, and you can define it in in, in your context, right? What the mm-hmm. Superman yeah. is like? Okay, this is not going right. to touch me. Uh, I'm right. I'm protected. I'm good. Um, mm-hmm. uh, th- th- this is a strong country. Uh, I'm a strong person. Da 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 right. da 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 da. I mean, depend on how uh, someone wants to uh, define that Superman right. mentality. Uh, yeah. Psychic, I would say that there's almost like a psychic DNA that is already in there. Um, would you like yeah. to explain a little bit? Right. <laughs> would you like to explain or describe a little bit? How how's your interaction with like this? What was your understanding about this Superman invincibility um, well, concept? I think I think like go if you go back to historical events concerning the United States. 
those events were always told in ways that the United States were on top. Look at the Vietnam War. You know, it still wasn't told that in the way the United States lost the war. It was told in a way, well, it was, you know, it, was, it wasn't really told us that the United States lost the war. So we have all these different stories being told to us as kids, as uh, Americans, of how great we are and that we always win no matter what we do. Yeah. And this is being told to us sometimes directly, sometimes indirectly, yep. you know, that we are this great country, America first, America is great. There's none greater than us. And then you, you actually look at that when you when you um, compound that with immigrants that, that always when they come over here because they see that story being told. Yeah. And so when they come to you, this country is great. This country is great. You know. And so, so they come over here with that mentality. Which yeah. when you hear that, you say, yeah, it must be great because everybody want to come over here. Yeah. You know. But. A lot of times when they get over here, they find out some of the ugliness the, in here. You know, <laughs> it's kind of like, it's almost like this masquerade or this play that's going on. Masquerade. You know what I'm saying? We all stay, you know, United States is putting on this play for the world. Yeah. But then when you go behind the, the, the scenes and, and you look at the actors, they, they at each other's throat. Yeah. You know, but when the curtains pull back, they're the best of the, friends. They're the best of friends. The play goes on. And that, that, I think that's a good depiction of how the United States is. Yeah. You know, we are great. We're perfect. There's nothing wrong here. And when the curtains are pulled, you go behind the stage, I can't stand you. I don't like you. You're not dick. You got my face. Yeah. You know, that kind of thing. And that's kind of like a, a good depiction of how the United States is. Yeah. Wow. I mean, I, I, I'm speechless. I, I think you, you actually described it uh, uh, the way that um, in, in just a few words, um, you know, the, the thing that we are reading off the internet or, or the news. Mm -hmm. um, and right. I, and I, I, I think it's something that um, it's, it's a deep and big topic. It, yeah. it's, it's such a huge topic. Um, I'm is. speechless. And I hope that one day you could, um, you know, you guys can come onto the show or even in your show, talk about this concept of the Superman. America, mm -hmm. the Superman. America, the invincibility, you know. Um, right. Yeah, how, how real it is, uh, you know. I, I think it's such a huge topic um, that you encapsulate right. and you've encapsulated clearly. Uh, uh, to people who are outside, like you know. Let me let me uh, let me yeah. say this for you. Let me let me say this right quick. So I want to give you the example of a cowboy. Okay, uh, I don't know if you ever watched a cowboy uh, western. Have you ever seen a United States western? A western, yeah. Cowboy, yeah. So the cowboy is this image of this great person. You know, he fights against the Indians, who quote unquote supposed to be the bad person. Yep. You know. He rustles the cattle. He wins the, the you know he wins the woman. The cowboy is the champion. But did you? But but the real thing, cowboy, was actually a derogatory term for black people. Uh -huh. Oh. When that actually because so the term boy was always given to black people as a derogatory term. You're not a man. You a boy. Yeah. And and then those people were kind of like rust the cattle because you know we were we were brought up as slaves to handle you know all the different menial tasks so that person who handled the cattle handled the field he was a cowboy a derogatory term so then america america took that term and turned him into a hero and made him white the, the guy dressed in white with the white hat good guy the guy dressed in a black hat black guy I mean bad guy and these terms are put into our mind as people as we grow up anything that's white is good anything that's black is bad and so and these things are are, are, are indicative in how citizens view each other either like I said sometimes it's direct sometimes it's indirect you know you take the uh, the, the, the thing when they had the two dials it took a, they took a child, they had a black dial, they had a white dial, and you asked the child, 
which one is the good dial? Which one you want to play with? I want to play with the white dial. The white dial is the good dial. The white dial, you know, is, is the one I want to play with. From black or white, none of them want to play with the black dial. Right. And see, that mentality is fused in the mind of American citizens. Yep. And that really speaks to what goes on in America. You know, and the Superman mentality. White is great. White is elevated. I mean, it, it started... Even the whole idea of race is a modern construct. Yeah. You know, but because they, people people here in the United States are lazy, they don't read, they don't study, they don't know some of these things. They don't know that um, Booming Block, uh, who was Darwin's cousin, started this idea of race and separated race and one you know, white supremacy and all that stuff came from all that. And this is really embedded in the DNA of the United States. And that burst the Superman mentality because the white race is the better race. Right. You know, and and so then what they do is if you're if I need you as a minority, then you're you you can become that Superman. You can be you can fight on our team. As soon as that that need is gone, you're you gone. go back to where you were. Yep. Exactly, and I think that that kind of speaks to not only the Superman complex, but also the issue that we deal with, the underlying issue that's with it. The the, the only one that's Superman is the white man. Yeah. That's a good good job, friend. <laughs> good job. That's a good. Analogy. You know, uh, can I? Uh, I've taken up like an hour of your time. Can I invite you guys back? Yeah, on, yeah anytime. Um, so that yeah, you can educate can. the world. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know about that, but yeah, yeah we'll give our we give our, <laughs> we give our best. Yeah, yeah. You know, we'll but, give you know, educate we know. the world about um, you know this very factious, huge country mm-hmm. that you say is really divided into like mm-hmm. it's, it's like broken into pieces. Maybe like you can right. shine a light um, um, to the rest of the world. We, uh, we don't live there, or do we go there? It's too far for us. I mean, I go there as as a tourist, you know. I go to I go. Mm-hmm. To, right. mm-hmm. So like probably that is another example of what you say is, you know, Disneyland, the facade. Yeah. You go there as a yeah. tourist. It's, it's a beautiful right. fairy tale, mm-hmm. but you know, behind mm-hmm. the scenes, people are scrambling. <laughs> right. 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 Very much. Yeah. Right. And uh, right. I, I, I think if you guys are okay and you guys are comfortable with this platform and you can use the video for or the voice podcast for your shows um, also on YouTube uh, and podcast, we could cross-reference each other. Um, yeah. Okay. Um, another part of your audience from another part of the world. Right. Uh, what is we appreciate that. What is America? Uh, what does it mean to you? And uh, who is an American? I think these are big topics, and you can like cut. Look, I don't know how you're gonna cut it. <laughs> <laughs> Probably you're gonna. We'll figure it out. Yeah, we'll figure it. it out. But we'll I think it's it's good to start somewhere. I mean, it has to. Yeah. It has to start right. somewhere. Um, right. Yeah. So so so, um, are the Kardashians the Americans that we see are <laughs> the true Americans? <laughs> we are outsiders, right? We don't know, right? right. We, we yeah, just watch but... whatever is given to us uh, mm-hmm. from the media, right? You know. So yeah. right. I hope that you guys, being real people, tell your mm-hmm. story, uh, tell your opinion. Um, with the with the world and 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 I always say that once this what everything that goes out to the podcast to the internet world to YouTube uh, time mm-hmm. stops time is never a factor because someone can right. pick it up today tomorrow they can pick it up in two, 2020 yeah. right they can pick it up in 2021 they can pick up 10 years later I mean this is already right. history they already documented right. history you know how important uh, your job and my job is, and and I see that mm-hmm. of great significance because uh, uh, sometime down the line, whatever timeline we're talking about, um, historians are going to pick this up. 
right? Right. Yeah. It's right. almost like right. in the Greek history, people are picking up the books, people are picking up the the drawings in the, in the cave, you know. So mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. these these are something that uh, we are documenting uh, for ourselves, uh, but it's right for, uh, for the world. So guys, right. okay, my battery is running out. I want to thank you guys. <laughs> uh, come back again. Can we talk on the handphone? Can we talk on yeah. Facebook? Yeah. Um, sometime yeah. at the end of the month, let's talk about uh, what is America. Okay. This, We're good to go. Thank you, guys. I'm gonna up. put up a trailer. Uh, please send me your your picture for the cover. Okay. Okay, we'll do. Thank okay. you for having I us. I enjoy Thank so you. much, Ariel and Jamil. I enjoy you guys so much. We enjoyed you, you too. Enjoyed uh, stay Sorry. safe from bye. Singapore. Okay, bye guys. Bye. 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 Have a good one. Bye bye. <laughs>